There's got to be an explanation to all these UFO sightings, right? Hey, it's Stephen Diener, host of the Unidentified Alien Podcast. And whether you're new to the conversation or have been looking into it for years, you need to check out the fastest growing alien show out there, the Unidentified Alien Podcast, or UAP for short. There's a crazy amount of alien encounter stories out there from all over the world. And the beauty of it is that I bring them all to you and let you decide what you believe. Download and subscribe to UAP on any of the major podcasting platforms. And you can also find it on UAPpodcast.com. Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson, Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. Your morning starts now. It's the Q102 Jeff and Jen podcast, brought to you by CBG Airport. Start your trip at CBGAirport.com. All right, Cincinnati's Q102. Jeff and Jen Morning Show, 752. We've got a brand new second date update coming up next. But first, 9 News Consumer Reporter John Matarese checks in with us so you don't waste your money. Hey, John. Good morning, Jeff and Jen. I tell you, watching those Oscars last night may have driven you crazy and you say, that's it. I'm cutting the cable cord. That's it. Too much. Too much. And, uh, in fact, a lot of people know the reason they're, they're talking about cutting the cable cord is because the average cable bill is well over $100 a month. Now, a lot of people are paying $150, $175 a month to have cable TV. John, I haven't had cable in five years. Please tell me I'm saving money. You are saving money. Okay. You are. So, so a lot of people are saying, how do I do it? Can I, can I cut the cable? And we've got some stories on WCPO.com about it, about what you can do. However, this is the thing you have to watch out for. It can be expensive, a lot more expensive than a lot of people think. And you say, why is that? Well, one reason is you can no longer just get internet for $25 a month. Time Warner used to offer this basic internet, 25 bucks a month. Kind of difficult to stream Netflix on that, but still people did it. Spectrum is getting rid of that. So you're not going to get internet really for under about $45 a month. So that's what you, just to get the internet into your house so you can stream Netflix is 45 a month. And then, of course, Netflix is 10 So now you're at $55 a month. Well, people aren't satisfied with that. You know, they want some networks. They want HBO, $12 a month. They want to get some just network shows that they can stream. You're talking about Hulu Plus, another $10 a month. And all these things add up. Now you can get the HBO Go app. You can get ESPN streaming. But every single app that you want now costs, is another, you, money. costs you another $10 a month. Right. So a lot of people are coming out around nine. $90 a month to not have cable. And what this means is for your $85 or $90 a month, and sure, that's cheaper than $140. I'll give you that. But the thing is, you've got so many gadgets, and then to have all your TVs connected, it takes work. Like, right. I, I wouldn't want my mom to do that. Hey, mom, you got to turn on the Apple TV, and you got to turn off the Roku. And then for this, you want the <laughs> Blu ray player. Right. And for this, you know, it's, it's a lot of work. Tim, you're, you're cool with it, though. I have uh, Netflix and Amazon Prime. Mm-hmm. Those are the two that I pay for, and I think we come out about $67. Okay. Okay. Because you're not adding with on the, with the internet. But you don't have ESPN. No. 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 no so ESPN. you can't watch any live sporting events or any of that stuff. If it's, it's on, on big Channel channels. 9, sure. Right, oh, yeah. right. But if it's on ESPN, right, no. no. So it's one of the downsides. You want I, that? You my pay. biggest like thumbs down is I can't watch the Reds. 
Yeah. Fox Sports Ohio. That's probably my biggest, like, I can't watch that. Yeah, uh-huh. you don't have Fox yeah. Sports Ohio. So, so if you can live without the sports, then yeah. Go to a bar. There you go. <laughs> yeah. Do you have a way of DVRing anything off of network television? No. But yeah. a lot of, uh, there are some apps for the Roku, like the NBC app and the ABC app, and you can go back and watch stuff. Or online. Hey, yeah. and you can get uh, Channel 9 and other stations yep. with an antenna. Yep, yeah. I have that too. Put, put an antenna there, yep. and you can you can pick them up. So I got a story on WCPO.com about that. Very interesting because you can do it like Tim does it, but if you want a bunch of things where you have kids or a crazy sports guy in your house, uh, it can be Guess ninety hundred dollars. Hey, later today on Nine on Your Side tonight at eleven, nine part time jobs with great full time benefits and some cool perks. How about like free beer? Yeah, that's tonight at eleven. Mm. <laughs> so you don't waste your money. All right, thank you, John. <laughs> This is not a joke. Moonlight is one best picture. Moonlight, best picture. Well, as we told you at the top of the break, if you didn't stay up to see who won best picture, you missed the best Oscar ending ever. And here to tell us all about it, Ryan Jay is a film critic, has the website RyanJReviews.com. Good morning, Ryan, and welcome to the Jeff and Jen Morning Show. Good morning. I'm glad to be here. And boy, oh boy, it was three (laughs) hours and 45 minutes of television last night, and the real fun stuff didn't happen until three hours and 42 minutes in. (laughs) <laughs> it's so true. It's the biggest mistake in award show history, and someone will never work in Hollywood again. Yeah, that was the, that was the first phrase that came to my mind. How much trouble are these Price Waterhouse people in right now? Well, you know, I don't know who's to blame just yet. Apparently, according to the New York, uh, the, the L.A. Times, there was a stagehand who was overheard uh, off stage saying, "Oh my God, he got the wrong envelope." Of course referring to Warren Beatty. Uh, and you can see if you watch it back that Warren Beatty knows something's wrong, and that's mm-hmm. why he wasn't saying anything. He kind of lets uh, Faye Dunaway fall on that sword who just saw the word La La Land and blurted it out before processing which the, what the card actually said. Now, Emma Stone went on record uh, soon after the telecast saying that she and her publicist still had their card, but we found... Always feel confident on your second date. With help from the Plastic Surgery Group. Schedule a consultation at 513-791-4440 or at theplasticsurgerygroup.com. Surgery has an art. I'm Bradley Trainer, And I'm Don McClain. We have a podcast called Blinded by the Item. A blind item is gossip about a celebrity with their name left out. It's a guessing game and you can play along. The item might be like, this A-list star carries a Birkin bag worth more than the average person's house to the gym to work out. Pretty sure that's J-Lo. And P.S. The person behind all of this is Chris Jenner, LLC. We drop a new episode every weekday so the fun never ends. Blinded by the Item. Listen wherever you get podcasts and watch us on the Blinded by the Item YouTube channel. found out, according to reports this morning, that there are duplicates of every envelope and every card. So somehow the second version of Best Actress card was handed to Warren Beatty or he took it or whatever. It got into his hands. And that's what happened. We still have to figure out how it happened. That is incredible and unprecedented because this has never happened in Oscar history, has it? No, it never has. It's never happened in any awards show history as far as I know. And uh, it really made for a crazy moment. I love how M. Night Shyamalan tweeted shortly after that he wrote the ending of the Academy Awards 2017. (laughs) Uh, Of course, he's known for his twist in movies. Right. Um, Billy Crystal soon after tweeted, amazing ending to the Oscars. Wish that happened on election day. Yeah. <laughs> um, you know, so it, it, it really, uh, it really was a moment, but I loved how gracious the winner, the, the producers 
of La La Land were mm-hmm. rightfully and immediately turning the awards over to Moonlight. Yeah, I, I guess if you're forced to handle something like that, they could not have handled it better. And I thought Jimmy Kimmel, just as a host who, you know, he, he looked a little rattled, but I thought he handled himself well throughout that. He did. You know, the, the Steve Harvey joke uh, came out right away, and I think Steve Harvey was the last person himself who expected to be mentioned or uttered on Oscar night. <laughs> right. Yeah. But, you know, it, uh, but yeah, Jimmy Kimmel, I thought, did a really great job all night long. I thought he kept the pace really upbeat and quick. Uh, this year's telecast really improved over much of the mistakes last year. We had all those awkward factoids last year. There was a really major lack of musicality. And last night, we had the opening number with lots of energy and Justin Timberlake. We had, uh, you know, John Legend and the girl from Moana singing. And, and then also all those, you know, food dropping down from the ceiling, much like the Hunger Games, really kept the audience engaged. And I think that that energy translated through the TV screen. So did everybody win that should have won or did, it, did they screw up some other way? Yeah, where did they go wrong? They didn't go wrong anywhere, really. I mean, I, I think it was very much predictable. If there was going to be upset, it was going to be Moonlight over La La Land. 2016 really belongs to La La Land. It had all the buzz going into award season. It was the favorite to win, but the one that could beat it would be Moonlight. So it was sort of a poetic moment there at the end. Um, I just was very disappointed in Casey Affleck's acceptance speech. I think he sounded about as good as he looked. You know, um, <laughs> Meaning he didn't seem enthusiastic enough? He didn't seem grateful enough? What do you mean? Yeah, he just seems desperately unprepared, and he'd won almost every award leading up to the Oscars. You know, he sort of swept award season, so right. I think it's really unacceptable, as was the, the you know, four-time Oscar winner last night, Colleen Atwood, winning Best Costumes for Fantastic Beasts and Where to Find Them, the Harry Potter prequel. First of all, it looked like she didn't know where the stage was. Second of all, True. admitted she was unprepared with a speech. I think that's, that's uncool. But, you know, I, I, I can see the confusion there because it's like, do I prepare something? And then when I'm up there and I'm reading it, uh, it, it looks as if I was... A little presumptuous. Yes, a little presumptuous. I, you you, you got to prepare. There's always a chance. Even if it's, you know, a shot in the dark, there's that chance you got to be prepared. It's the Oscars. Come on. Otherwise, you look like they did last night. I think it's a little ridiculous. I thought yeah. that was the most genuine moment. <laughs> <laughs> that felt the most real to yeah, you. Yeah, she didn't know where to go. That's true. <laughs> I love though. Didn't you love the moment with Emma Stone when she when she's just like, when I, when, when I get my feeling back in my body, I'm going to hug my friends? I thought that was. I thought she gave a great speech, and uh, you know, you talk about being prepared. She was very prepared. She thanked all the right people. She was gracious. And while I don't know that she necessarily would have been my pick for best actress, I I love her, and I loved her acceptance speech. Yeah, yeah, she's fantastic. Who would you have picked? Ruth Nega, loving, absolutely Ruth Nega for me. Yeah, incredible. Right now seems like a lull time in movie land, isn't it? Kind of like nothing really great coming out right now. When do the really, really solid, strong move? When's our next rush of really great films? Well, um, it will be starting soon. I'm uh, uh, summer blockbuster season gets earlier and earlier each year. It used to actually properly be in the summer. Now we're seeing the release of Logan coming out this Friday. Just a couple weeks later, March 17th, is getting Beauty and the Beast, the live-action remake, which is going to be a huge blockbuster. Mm -hmm. So, so, you know, we're going to get some real gems, some big blockbusters coming out earlier in the year. But uh, award season doesn't really pick up. I mean, the best of the movies still come out in November and December each year. That's because the movie studios want to invest their campaign awards dollar 
when the films are fresh in audiences' minds. Right, that makes sense. If we were to look at uh, what's out in theaters right now, what is the one movie that you feel that people need to run out and see today? I'm so glad for this question. I am obsessed with A Cure for Wellness in theaters now. It is so horrifying. It's it's a thriller, but it has such horrific moments. You cannot unsee some of the crazy things in this movie. Yeah, it's like super Um, scary. I saw the trailer for this. It looks terrifying. It is. It is. It gave me nightmares. It's the first movie in like 11 (laughs) years to give me nightmares. I love horror films. Um, but it's it's really brilliantly done. Wow! Well, how, how does Get Out look to you? It's wonderful. I I think it's a really fun movie. Um, it's it's interesting. It's like they're, they're both horror films. Like a cure for wellness is the is the one that will gut you and and stay with you and freak you out and mess with your head. Okay. And then Get Out is the fun one that you'll go and laugh with friends. You'll jump at the right moments. Huh. You'll want to talk about it and grab someone's arm during it. It's fun. Okay. Mm-hmm. And I love this Ryan J. You got to check out his website Ryan J Reviews. That's J A Y Ryan. J- jreviews.com uh thank you so much for coming on the jeff and jen morning show and breaking it down for us hey thanks guys have a great day thanks you too thanks for listening to the q102 jeff and jen morning show podcast brought to you by cbg airport start your trip at cbgairport.com grab a 30-day free trial of live by live plus and you'll get unlimited skips commercial free music and all of the podcasts and live streaming events you can handle visit livexlive.com slash podcast one to learn more and start your free trial